0: Lunch, I eat a sandwich with a glass of cooked cola No one can see you drinking when you're working from home. I still produce reports in a professional font. But now, when I have downtime, I can do what I want.
1: And welcome to the Existentialist Cucumber, the podcast that doesn't celebrate Star Wars Day because,
0: well, every day is Star Wars Day. And my name is Larry Wu. And uh, I'm Curtis Withers. Um, but despite that intro, I'm going to wish you a uh, happy, belated May the 4th. One week later, one, yeah, one yeah. week, yeah, down the road.
1: Well, you know, because we have to take the day off, right? It's it's like it's almost like a national holiday.
0: Yeah, especially it, it, for the it, show. It, yeah, it is yeah. <laughs> what kind of a what what kind of a pop culture podcast with an eye to the eighties and nineties is going to is going to record a new episode on May the fourth? <laughs> That's crazy. Come on, uh,
1: yeah. So it was May the fourth, which is. I guess it's officially Star Wars Day. It really has no, other than the name of the day, it has no historical reference to anything. People believe that it was like the day A New Hope came out. and That's not true.
0: They were always released on Memorial Day in the US, right? Like, yeah. It's always, like, it's, it's, and then they
1: switched to Christmas. That That's right. So if, if people remember that whole rush for the toys for Christmas and they couldn't produce them fast enough because they weren't sure how popular the... the the first one was going to be in and if if it was in may you they would have had in fact they probably would have been better if they released the movie in may they would probably would have had enough time to produce enough toys and not give kids promissory cardboard boxes right did you ever did you i'm gonna ask you did you ever have one did you ever get i did did you get you you had the promissory box
0: yeah yeah i did yeah yeah the star wars promise kit or whatever
1: it was called so, so what what was it did you actually get everybody that was in the front or was
0: it or think, did you only have to was, buy a few it was per it was per character oh I think yeah it's like mine was a like a Jawa or something it was like a I remember it wasn't a sexy one no, um, one, no one ever got
1: the cool <laughs> ones when they were kids because the parents didn't know right
0: yeah because I well, the, yeah it took me I think it took me like my Sixth or seventh figure before I got Luke. Like I got like Death mm-hmm. Squad Commander and R five D four and all these ones. I think I think I think my first one was three PO. <laughs> yeah, that was one of mine. Well, because like parents just assume that I, every kid's favorite is going to be three PO and R two because they're plastered everywhere in the marketing, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, not 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 knowing it's the anal retentive
0: butler. <laughs> the anal retentive butler and is sassy sidekick
1: but people have to really t- appreciate how star wars is it is what it is right like it, it reaches out so far right everybody knows it's probably one of the most recognizable brands probably next to mickey mouse i would think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that yeah. fair to say
0: i think so it's just been around like you know as much as as marvel is sort of like the dominant ip at, at the moment like you know Star Wars has been, Star Wars was that dominant in the late 70s and continues to be a very strong IP now, you know, like you've got to figure, you know, decades of people living in a, in a world where, where it's like at the top of the pop culture food chain.
1: Yeah. And both wholly
0: owned by the Disney corporation. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Not always, but uh, certainly, certainly today. Well, that's the thing. Yeah,
1: you, you're right. In the late late seventies, early early eighties, like Star Wars was everywhere. I remember being a kid and freaking out when they would appear on like everyday things, like when Hamill was on the Muppet Show. Yeah, yeah. I, I and don't know if you remember Mark, that. Yeah, for sure. He actually he plays Luke and he plays Mark Hamill. Kind <laughs> of go- was okay. Gonzo,
0: Darth Vader uh, character. I also yeah, remember R two D two and C three PO would occasionally be on Sesame Street. <laughs> no, no, exactly right. So y- mm-hmm. you don't know, remember? Oh
1: my god! And,
0: you know, or they'd have
1: some person in a Darth Vader costume just kind of show up, point their finger, yeah. shake a fist.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah shake fist. And, and- do that. Do that. Do that sort of like do that gesture where your hand is like cupping an orb. You know, a crevasse. Yeah, maybe <laughs> like invisible crevasse. Yeah, that's what that was always a big Darth Vader one. But but
1: but that's the thing, and then it's been passed on for generations and generations since the release. And I don't know what other movie has ever done that. Um, Yeah, like you don't see you don't see people handing. Taking their kids
0: like, to see The Godfather, yeah, <laughs> or like, or like, or like reading books from the Kramer versus Kramer extended universe.
1: Oh God! Like, I, I'm I'm looking at my bookshelf now, and I I can pull out so many Star Wars books right now for you. In fact, I, I think I right behind me I actually have like a novelization of the original New Hope. If you just get bear with me, give me a second. So you'll love you'll love this. This is Star Wars. By George Lucas. And yeah, it's it's just the novelization.
0: Yeah. It's got all the it's got it's got a little bit more uh, it's got a little bit, bit more time for Biggs Darklighter and some of his friends on Tatooine and that novel, oh. if I remember correctly. Tank. Tank, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and of, of course, of
1: out. course, this is this is before they actually ever um, did the acronyms for R2D2, and it was actually AR. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. have to. You know what? It's such a f- easy read. I, I may actually have to read this. Oh, I I, I recommend it. I, I I think I think I will. I'm gonna actually put this on the night table. I'll, I should have I should have read it during uh, May the fourth. But
0: uh, yeah, you 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 will. I I read it like a long time ago. and you will like yeah. You'll blast yeah. through it. So. Three movies suddenly
1: spawned pop culture mania. They're everywhere. Everyone went space crazy during that time. It's then spawned some questionable TV shows. You ever watched uh, that Ewok TV TV show?
0: The live action one, not the cartoon one. I did. Remember how it.
1: violent that was? Yeah. <laughs> Are
0: you talking about? Are you talking about the cartoon, or are you talking about the TV, the live action TV, the live action, the live action one, both of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Like I have this memory that the live action one was pretty gruesome. Is is that the best word? Like it was pretty violent from what I can remember. I think so. But but of course, there's no there's no characters that are recognizable,
0: right? Yeah, there's human kids in it for some reason too. (laughs) I don't know why. And then the TV show, the cartoon show, of course, uh, mm-hmm. which, and and the droids. There was the droids yep. cartoon. Those are also questionable, I would say.
1: Yeah, allowing allowing R two and three uh, PO to carry a cartoon on its own again. No, it's kind of funny. Just they they why didn't they just do like the full cast, like the continuing adventures of Luke Skywalker, which would have been I would have thought the play.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. That's a good question. I guess like. I don't know if there was like some kind of rights issue or I don't know what it would be. But uh, yeah, that's what we got. The Ewoks and droids.
1: Yeah, that, that's and of course, the infamous Christmas special. Yeah.
0: That's this, being polite.
1: And, yeah, exactly. And this is just stuff in the 80s, right? Like we haven't even talked about the, the Star Wars drought period of the 90s where really nothing came out other than some video games i would think yeah i think the video was, games started
0: coming. yeah I, w- I would say like late 80s early 90s you had some video games you had this the super nintendo um trilogy they had to put the trilogy out on super nintendo super star wars super empire super return of the jedi i really liked those games particularly super empire yep. strikes back uh, I don't know how well they hold up. Probably not great. But uh, yeah, and then it wasn't, it was like probably 1990. I was, was like, maybe my last year of Carlton. So I want to say 95. It was 94, 95. They started coming, they came out with like the Timothy Zahn books. Mm-hmm. And that was like the first new Star Wars content, Um, you know, featuring like, you know, continuing the story and featuring like Luke, Leia, and Han, like the, the big three, since Return of the Jedi. And and they were okay. And then just everybody started writing them, and there was just a flood of these books, and some of them were just hot garbage. Oh, yeah. So
1: I, I, I broke out my phone only because, uh, as, as you know, Curtis, I'm still playing Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. And uh, they actually... Went deep into the vaults to pull out a character, and I actually had to look her up. And that is the character Mara Jade. Does that ring a bell?
0: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, she's a massive character in those books. Yeah, yeah, that's um, it's it's supposed to be Luke's wife, right? Yep, eventually becomes Luke's <laughs> wife. And I think do you remember the game? Remember the games? They came out of those games that Jedi uh, um, Dark Forces, and then Jedi. Uh, was it Je- Jedi Academy or whatever? It's like Kyle Katarn. He was the the protagonist, uh, Jedi of Jedi Knight, Jedi Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Mara Jade was in one of those as well. I think. Yeah, she's a she's a, she's a non canon star.
1: Yeah, I think the 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 reference is more towards that because uh, Kyle Katarn is actually in the game as well. But right. I was like, hold on, I think I've seen her somewhere else. And then I don't, but I know that Lucas didn't like the fact that Luke got married yeah, but the funny thing is is there's a nod to it because she actually has a a buff that if she is facing Luke, he is inflicted with this um debuff called blindness. <laughs> oh, okay. So basically the the game developers are are saying, you know what, yeah, we, we love the books but we're gonna put this in and George <laughs> can't say anything anyways. so but and plus we need another character in the game to for people to spend money on or uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah. So you're right. There, there was like that, but but I'm I'm right to say that there was a drought, right? Of just kind yeah. of. Yes. Oh, for but, sure. But people yeah. were trying to carry. People were trying to carry it forward. Still, there was still some interest where you could get it, but there was really no new thing other than like you said, those books and the, you know, yeah, and drabs the, of video games.
0: Yeah, during the drought, like it was still it was still really popular though. Like people just talked about it still all the time. Right? Like, oh, like yeah. even though no new stuff was released, people were like, hey, you want to talk about Star Wars? And then they get you get into the same sort of arguments that you always got into just because, you know, they were fun arguments.
1: Multitude of versions of. Of the originals would come out. Right. On video cassette. Oh, special edition. And, sure. yeah, Because they, they got then they got a, a re-release in the theaters as they were ramping up for the prequels. That's right. That's I remember right. getting. I remember getting up at eight thirty in the morning to go see Empire Strikes Back in the theater. The special edition is like popcorn at eight thirty in the morning, Curtis. I, I don't know if I recommend it, but
0: I yeah. did it. Yeah, in my younger days, I might have. Now, I, I, if I did that, I'd just have acid reflux the entire day. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I saw the first of those in in Sweden. My my brother and I were traveling in Sweden. And we went to see the Star Wars, um, uh, uh, like the, the New Hope remake. And why that was um, kind of interesting is because it was in English with Swedish subtitles. But then all the new Jabba the Hut scenes, he's just speaking Huttese and it's Swedish subtitles. I had no idea what he was saying. <laughs> he's just saying stuff and then... Han was like, I'm going to get you your money, man. You know, that kind of thing. You could kind of put two and two together. But. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and then and obviously we went through the voyage of suddenly that teaser trailer comes out for Phantom Menace, right? And everyone loses their mind. Yeah. Yeah. Right? In present company included, I kind of lost my mind was like, what? I'm actually going to see another crawl. I'm going to hear John Williams music hit. Mm -hmm. Uh, and now if i if i go back in time and and i could talk to past larry who was sitting there watching phantom menace i think i i should have known something when the crawl hit because if you ever go back and read the crawl for phantom menace it was like this doesn't sound like star wars
0: (laughs) no it kind of sounded like it kind of read like one of those sort of like newsreels and 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 it's funny because they actually do do this in the, the clone wars cartoon but it sounds kind of like one of those newsreels that you'd get in the 40s before a movie like yeah you know. what a scoop yeah it's like it's like the uncle sam stop the Han at the you
1: know sort of thing <laughs> yeah yeah it's like it's like the 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 wartime buy some bonds yeah 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 that that, that i should have known from the crawl something was up but, you know at the time I was just like who cares star Wars I'm seeing Jedi and then now now also going back and thinking within just within the first few minutes I'm like hold on why are Jedi being sent to a trade dispute and and what is this planet trading that's so important for them to, to, to dispatch it's true yeah <laughs> and they still it's almost a resolve right like what what is it are they are they are they trading like those Gungan eggs or <laughs> yeah. Like
0: what does, what does Naboo have that, uh, that, re- that, that required such contentious trade negotiations <laughs> to the point where Jedi were involved? <laughs> that they had, send, they had to send two of them. Oh yeah, we, These guys have <laughs> nothing else to
1: do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no point. We 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 talk about the prequels and we complain about that on top. But but yeah. So that was in the timeline. The prequels come out. Uh, people got a whole new generation that only you know didn't really necessarily grow up at the same time like we did, whereas being exposed to Star Wars and then after that things kind of exploded. Right, the, the cartoons started coming out right shortly mm-hmm. afterwards. But it wasn't the
0: um, the regular Clone Wars. It was the guy who does Samurai Jack. I yeah, that was. His name. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I forget the name as well, but yes, that was. Uh, which is also and I've never watched those, and they're available on Disney Plus, and apparently yeah. they're good. But yeah, that was the first Clone Wars cartoon. Was yeah, like you kind card. of
1: get this inkling, and it, and and it's his it, stylistically, it's his, and then mm-hmm. I, I think then that spawned the Clone Wars, long-standing. Like, how many seasons were it? it? Must have been like what six or eight or more seasons that they did the clone wars cartoon
0: yeah it was um can't remember i remember I, uh it was it was long right it was long and it, and it ended up it ended up getting its final season on streaming um that's right because it was a cartoon Net- network show right yeah yeah um i think at the time it was netflix like, i think it was before everything got ported over to disney plus yeah um yeah, yeah, probably seven six or seven seasons at least. Yeah, which um,
1: which the sole intention of that show was to repair what the prequels did.
0: Well, it is just like it. it <laughs> when you, I mean, and there's some throwaway episodes or whatever, but just kind of when you have that amount of time, you can, you know, because like like we were talking about this before, the show like. Um, and I know we've mentioned this before on the show, like Luke's motivation for turning to the dark side is very weak in, uh, Ridge of the Sith. But in this, in, in this cartoon, you know, you, it, it has the time to, you know, have him gradually, gradually get, you know, sort of like, uh, a more, more author- authoritarian mindset sort of thing, like come to appreciate that kind of stuff a bit more, gradually yeah. get closer to Palpatine, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's yeah. not just like, you know, oh, Obi-Wan and Mace Windu hurt my feelings. I'm going to go and kill a, <laughs> a dire <laughs> temple of, of younglings. Young Young <laughs> you, so before the fanboys go
1: ballistic on you, you did say Luke, but you meant Anakin. Anakin, I did, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. That was that was another thing that, um, I and again, I don't want to turn this because this is a cel- celebratory show on Star Wars. the The fact that during uh, the prequels, George took the line in Empire Strikes Back literally, which was, "Oh, he's too young to begin the training," and then they have these younglings in the temple, like what, a foot apart from each other, waving these little, <laughs> like, they're in a preschool. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I, I remember seeing that scene and going, uh, George, I don't think Yoda meant that literally. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to start when you're five and and kind of graduate through the ranks.
0: Well, they also said, didn't they also say that, that, that Grogu was too old when he was... Uh- Oh you know? God, I don't know, because people people don't understand.
1: Let me let me yeah. We'll go back to the one thing about Yoda, because Yoda gets introduced in Empire Strikes Back. He's the wise master, but he's very serious. You know what I mean? Like after after the veil gets lifted. And he, it's revealed that he Luke realizes it's it is Yoda. Like he's mm-hmm. very serious. He's never jokey. So even Ryan Johnson didn't really understand the Yoda character because Yoda's like kind of goofy when he shows up in ghost form. Yeah. And and the, the only reason why Yoda is goofy is because he's messing with Luke, right? He, he's yeah. showing how impatient and how uh, how much of a uh, you know how, how much of a goofball he is, mm-hmm. right? And then basically saying I can't train him. Like this guy, this kid is. Right, And then yeah. he was making excuses to Obi-Wan. Oh, he's too old. Yeah. You know, not that he was not five. And
0: <laughs> why didn't, why didn't also like Yoda say like, I'm too old. Like that would have been a better excuse. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm within, within, within like within, within a few months, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go to bed and I'm just gonna f- dissipate into, <laughs> into like twinkly mist. In, so into into I don't the, have time the- to train a Jedi. <laughs>
1: exactly i can't even get him to you know do the basics yeah. like teach him how to use a lightsaber because you know of course at the time you know did yoda yeah. ever have a lightsaber i don't i don't think so but apparently you know linking it back to today's world with um grogu being offered the lightsaber apparently the fanboys are saying it's not the one that was lost in the fight with palpatine it's actually one that yoda had at dagobah like he made a new one it was like in his stuff so when luke like you know, cleared out his stuff, or maybe raided his pantry. Oh, look, lightsaber! Oh, well,
0: that's good. I had no idea. <laughs> had no idea that uh, that you have stashed another one away. But that's convenient. Well, you know, uh,
1: and and one one last thing about the prequels. Uh, I, I recently saw Fantastic Beasts. So this is the last one. This is the uh, what was it called? something of Dumbledore, The the Secrets of Dumbledore, or yeah, whatever. but it's the third remember. in the trilogy, which was supposed to be about Newt Scamander. But this these three movies fall into the same problem that the prequels had, which was no one said no to JK. I think she just wrote this story that really didn't make sense and maybe she got influenced by the studio because the first movie sets a really good tone, Right. It's Newt Mm -hmm. coming to America, meets this human muggle, meet two other witches. They go on an adventure together. Great chemistry between all four. And then the second one, they kind of introduce Jude Law in this kind of cameo as Dumbledore. Mm -hmm. And it really falls apart at that point because the last movie was like, hold on, what happened to Newt and the muggle guy? Now it seems to be like, it's the adventures of Dumbledore, and yeah, uh, and he's in the epic final battle, <laughs> not Newt. So yeah. yeah, so you're sitting there going, "Oh man, what is going on here?" And the movie even ends. The last person you see is Dumbledore. Yeah, and and, and part of it is also it gets confusing because it it it's, it's, it's suffering from continuity as well, right? Which is these movies are supposed to take place. 1930s so all the dress is 1930s but you know in modern day they're wearing witch robes which i believe which is more close to the book but then don't don't put them in regular clothes and then have them regress to you know robes of uh, gandalf <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know if, if you if you if you if you if you, if you ever get a chance to see it, Curtis, you'll I I I'll bet you you'll you'll have that in mind. You'll be like, oh, the original Harry Potter series makes a-. and I, I would think that maybe Harry Potter would uh be similar to Star Wars, maybe in another 10, 15 years, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah. People That's people are awesome Yeah. Cause I, I was walking on Dundas Street across from the AGO. There's actually a Harry Potter store, like like a fandom store in by the art galleries. Those mini galleries across the street yeah. from the AGO. Right on. I was like, "Yeah, sure. Get, your, <laughs> get yourself a wand. Get yourself some kind of, I don't know, charm.
0: <laughs> yeah, some round glasses." But uh, yeah, yeah.
1: So so fast forward a bit more. George sells Lucasfilm, Lucas Arts, basically everything,
0: right, to Disney. Mm-hmm. I
1: think it was a lot of uproar, right? Like how people yeah, were. Yeah, it was of for like what,
0: what? What was it for? Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, and a pack of gum. And, uh, yeah,
1: he <laughs> got a host. flannel shirt <laughs> and a flannel shirt. <laughs> what was it though? Was it was it four billion? Yeah, it was it? something. It was something ridiculous. Like, yeah, you know. And uh, it's honestly, it's in a good spot. They they have the. They have the manpower for TV, movie, especially when Disney Plus came out. They've got the amusement parks. They already understand, you know, how to service the kids. Yeah. (laughs) And and I, I remember like maybe the second year after Disney bought them, or maybe it was even within the first year, like the quality of Halloween costumes coming out of for Star Wars was like huge. And then you kind of think, well, wait, they've been dressing up little princesses and princes for like since forever so whoever's making those costumes just know what they're doing right yeah 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 for sure yeah but but even the young kids like my like my little guy from day one and i haven't i didn't really push it on him too too much i just made it available but i think i remember seeing him i think remember that old tv uh uh channel i think it was spike tv mm-hmm, yep it was on and he watched A New Hope and it was just glued like everyone else does, right? Like, I, I don't know what, what it is about it. It's, it it's a great hardwired story for young, young boys, I guess, yeah. you know, it's, it's the, it's, it's the perfect hero's journey, right?
0: Yeah, uh, I think so. I think it's, it's, uh, you know, it's told well, it has, uh, you know, like, like these movies, I think we're, we're talking before the show, like, I think I think like for some people, they remember them as something like sacro, sacrosanct, like that you can't, you know, that you can't touch and can't be improved on and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they're 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 just dumb movies, like, like. Yeah. And I love and I love these movies, and like like a new, like like a New Hope uh, has terrible acting. Uh, has some sort of iffy direction at some points, but I think it's it. It is like like you say, as a hero's journey type thing, it is still pretty tight, right? Like it's still it, it checks it, all it, the
1: boxes. Yeah,
0: it checks all the boxes. It it like it 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 hits all the right notes, and uh, it just did it so well that you know that's why that's why I think like yeah, when you know when when Callum was really young, and same with my niece and nephew, like you know when they see it for the first time. It's dated, like effects are dated and stuff like that, but it still just really, really, really resonates.
1: hmm No. And then fast forward, we now have TV shows like The Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, or really Mandalorian Season 2.5. Um, I think they started production on the Ahsoka show. hmm And Obi-Wan is coming out in about two weeks. Yep. That's gonna be an interesting one because this is the first time Ewan McGregor is actually acting as Obi-Wan, like with practical effects and not in a not behind a blue screen all the time. Like all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that is really something that like I think really detracts from those um original trilogies. Uh like wow. like like, like they looked, they looked amazing. Like they, it looks, they look good still, and they looked amazing at the time. Like when they first came out, you went to see it on IMAX. You're like, this is, this looks incredible. But there's no chemistry because they're just acting in front of a blue screen.
1: Oh yeah, and and there's, they they, they don't have anything to interact with. If you mm-hmm. ever watch, um, did you get to watch the uh, making of Book of Boba Fett? It came out maybe a week ago. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Now, okay. So, the level of practical effects because these these people are, are are craftsmen, right? Like there's there's an art form to it. So, the rancor, right? His pet rancor, Boba Fett's mm-hmm. pet rancor. They actually made one, like the head and the shoulders of one, so that he could actually ride on this latex rancor that had muscles moving, like he was saying the way that it moved, like just the facial. And the eyes was just like it was actually quite freaky because yeah. it was it wasn't as robotic as he thought it would be. So yeah. then they would like CG the arms and then CG some of the his rest of his body, but like the head was actually like a practical effect that was huge. Like yeah. he stood next to it. It was like, whoa. So that scene where he's like petting it and they lift the eyelids and yeah, yeah. that 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 head portion's actually real.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not CG. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, even the most gifted of actor, you need something to act against.
1: Yeah. So and, it would be interesting to see. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, for sure. And they also, within the last thing, the last trailer, they they set the timeline. And it's like, you're right. They they should have aged him more mm-hmm. because this is supposed to be 10 years after the events of Return of the Sith. Right. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. So within what? Seven, eight years, he goes from Ewan McGregor to Alec Guinness. Now, I, I totally get it. Like it, it's, it's still movie,
0: but yeah, they
1: could have aged him a bit more, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, you know, he looks obviously he looks a little bit more, a little bit more uh, weather worn than he did in uh, Revenge of the Sith, but well, uh, no more, yeah, no he,
1: more shiny castles and boardrooms.
0: N- no. No, nope, nope. but yeah, he still looks, he still likes a far cry from Sir Alec Guinness. Yeah. So it looks like the majority of the
1: time he's being chased by the Inquisitors. So for those that don't know, the Inquisitors are this invention of the cartoons, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Star Wars Rebels. And from what I understand, these are fallen Jedi that were trained at the temple and somehow got corrupted. And now are hunting Jedi for the Vader man. Right. And that they only call in Vader when they need to. So I don't know, which will be each and every week. Yep. So I'd be very disappointed if there's a face off or a rematch. I'll t- I'll tell you that right now, Curtis. Yeah, there should and, be. And they- what, what are the odds it, 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 now that online gambling is available in Ontario, do they actually have odds up now
0: <laughs> that Vader will show impression. up? In- I don't know if they have odds on, on <laughs> TV shows and, you know, Star Wars and stuff. They should. But, like, I mean, if they do, like, it would be stupid because it's, it's supposed to be quite clear in A New Hope that when Darth Vader and Obi Wan meet, it's the first time since he's become Darth Vader. So they'd have to just retcon the whole thing. It's like when, it's like when in, in Revenge of the Sith, when, uh, and I know I've mentioned this before, but when Anakin says to Count Dooku, I thought you'd be taller. It's like, you know exactly what he looks like. You've seen him a billion times now. (laughs) Yep.
1: So let's, as you, as you and I both said, enjoy the heck out of it. And then, uh, that yeah. visceral response, and then you'll you'll think about it and go, ooh <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I I put together a mini Star Wars quiz, Curtis, for you to see how well you do. Nothing about plots in the movie, per se, okay. just kind of Star Wars knowledge. And this might be some type of surprise. Hopefully, maybe some of it's a surprise to you. Okay, so true or false, Curtis. R2 spoke English in early drafts of the movie, A New Hope.
0: Huh. I don't know that's an interesting question but i'm gonna i'm gonna say true that that is correct it it is true in fact um if you do watch
1: some early uh i guess um undeveloped pieces like the dailies mm-hmm. like r two is speaking like they they they're 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 speaking dialogue he's actually talking to three p o about getting in when they're getting into the escape capsule yeah. Like someone is actually saying words, like to to three PO and and Anthony Daniels is responding, right? Oh boy, could you imagine that if they were speaking? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's an easy one, and I'm not too sure why I put this one here. I think I think because these folks were actually up for the role. Who's the voice of Darth Vader? Is it Jack Nicholson? F. Murray Abraham or James Earl Jones?
0: F. Murray Abraham, who is the voice <laughs> of Konshu. <laughs> That's right. In Moon Knight, but it's yeah, James Earl Jones. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, it's not Jack Nicholson. Yeah, could you imagine if it was Jack? Like if Jack got the job?
1: <laughs> Maybe not so much F. Murray Abraham, but like Jack mm-hmm. Nicholson? Really?
0: Yeah, that would, be pretty, that would be something. I would watch that.
1: Okay, so it this was a known issue that they had when they were filming Return of the Jedi, Peter Mayhew as Chewbacca, because they were filming in Northern California in the woods. He actually had to be chaperoned everywhere he went with these guys with safety vests um, because they thought he was an animal and was worried that hunters would actually shoot (laughs) Chewbacca. Now, did they believe that Chewbacca was a bear, a Sasquatch, or bison a bear you are correct they thought that it was it was bear season i guess so yeah. they were worried that some hunter would shoot chewbacca yeah you know guy standing up with a bandolier and <laughs> like a blaster
0: <laughs> and not think it was a sasquatch
1: okay so here's here's a deep cut question
0: curtis okay
1: Yoda actually has, so Master Yoda in Empire Strikes Back actually had a full name. He actually has a full name. Is his first name Buffy, Cornelius, or Minch? Buffy, Cornelius, or Midge? Minch, M I N C H. Huh minch it is minch now it's kind of a trick question because apparently in the script like the early first cut because they had no idea what to call him uh he was actually referred to as buffy (laughs) Really? (laughs) like like, yeah so if you know early early script so this this would have been like early draft because they had really no idea so i guess they just needed a like a placeholder Name, so i don't think they had any intention of using buffy now i just posted a link on the on our sheet curtis about yoda's original name so uh yeah first draft of empire strikes back after they removed buffy it was
0: minch yoda minch yoda yeah i'm glad they dropped the minch (laughs) yoda's yoda's good enough yeah
1: It it did it did pretty well i i thought you know I was going yeah. to break out the tank question because it's it's yeah. another ridiculous things where they have all these great um, character names, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think any of the main characters that I really have any issue with, unless you can tell me one, Curtis, like a character like one of the main characters that actually has like a horrible horrible name.
0: Um, the main characters, yeah, or I even any of, so.
1: yeah. It, but it's kind of funny that within these are these horrible names like you know Biggs. Well, I guess Biggs is probably Biggs. Biggs Darklighter. Yeah, Dark, that's probably Darklighter. Yeah, and oxymoronic last name. <laughs> you know, and and so there was a female friend and another male friend. The male, the other male friend was Tank. Mm-hmm. And then the female, like these are all like left on the cutting room floor because, um of just good editing because this is an old story. It's a very famous story, right? When Lucas showed an early cut of Star Wars, new hope to Brian De Palma and Steven Spielberg, and both of them lambasted him just basically saying, this makes no sense. It's too long. Uh, I don't know what's going on because I guess in the really early, like, in George's vision, like, Luke shows up really early in the movie. Like, if you really think about it, like, th- quite a bit passes mm-hmm. in terms of the story-wise happens before Luke even shows up. But Luke shows up at the right time, if you, if it really makes the se- most sense. Yeah. Right? You can also see, like, old negatives and old, like, footage of, like, Luke wearing this goofy hat and, like, actually watching the battle in space. Yeah. Yeah. At, at at some moisturizer thing, and then, and then he goes and talks to his friends, and it's just like, why do we need, even need this? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you don't no. need the friends because yeah, you you already know everything about like the bad guys are introduced, right? Everything mm-hmm. before Luke even comes into play, right?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So that's why hero's journey like checks all the boxes. Just they just do it right.
0: Well, it. um, a lot a lot of uh the success of those films can be attributed to the editing right and that was George, that was George Lucas's wife wasn't it yep. Who did did, yep. did the or ex-wife now i guess but like yep. won an yeah.
1: academy award for it
0: yeah yeah <laughs> probably like sa- saved him from himself on numerous occasions and so if star wars makes sense because we've seen what George Lucas is capable of then that's who 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 we should thank. Yep, totally thank her. I, 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 I'm blanking on her name. Do you do you have her name? Handed? It starts with an M. That's as far as I can have it. I should know because she's she definitely is uh, one of the reasons we love it so much. Yeah, we should we should give her a shout out, right? Marcia, Marcia. Ah, Lucas. see, I was right. It starts Lucas. with a, I knew it starts with an M, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely deserves a shout out for making those movies coherent yes thank you
1: all right let's uh let's let's move on so curtis uh we talked i think in the last episode or two one thing i picked up during the pandemic which was uh, a new fascination of wandering the asian supermarket junk food aisle and they have these what i'm kind of calling hong kong lays which are chinese flavored but they're still from the lays corporation and today I'm i'm trying out pure tomato flavor Mm-hmm. Pure tomato. So I'm gonna give it a try. Yeah, it has does... a nice ridge, good-looking chip. You know what it smells like? It smells like tomato juice. <laughs> tastes like tomato juice. Ooh, no thank you. <laughs> oh, no thank you. Oh, I need to wash that down. <laughs> yeah, it totally just tastes like. Like maybe maybe like you dipped a cracker in tomato in like- oh
0: that's that, that's <laughs> wild how
1: are you going to get through that whole bag I'm gonna just just gonna have to muscle through buddy just got to muscle through so another thing I want to kind of bring up not a headline but I know that you're a big fan of Wordle and with the mm-hmm. Ontario election I dug this up so the fine folks at uh, iPolitics.ca created Fordle hmm the test your ford nation knowledge with words now curtis just before the show i i sent it to you and i said play it before we go on air and see if you can get the word and
0: what was the results uh it took me the, till the sixth try so i almost didn't get it i had i had i had most of the letters right i was only missing one but i kept uh, whiffing on the on, on 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 what on what the uh, solution was but it, it it turned out and i should have got it before it was plate hmm. plate comes up a couple of times because there were of course the blue license plates that <laughs> didn't last they're horrible um, they're yeah horrible. <laughs> what what was the deal with those was it because that that you couldn't take a picture of the of no the, the they're,
1: they're not visible at night at all They're not
0: visible at night at all okay at all <laughs> yeah 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 i thought maybe they didn't come out come out very well like if you tried to go on the 407 you know how because it's got to take a picture of yep, your yep yep if you yeah, you don't have a transponder yeah yep, yeah if you don't. don't have a transponder but it's actually even worse than that yeah uh and then also of course there is you know the very famous larry i believe that you uh have taken advantage of this the uh License plate sticker uh, um, refund. Yeah. So, so do you think you'll give up Wordle and try Fortal till the election? I'm going to keep trying it until until the answer is Yahoo. <laughs> and then, then or, I think or, that'll be peak Fortal.
1: Or or hippie is that, is that is that another one that he says hippie. a lot? Yeah, hippie. Yeah. Uh, I like these ex- other example on on the on the main portal website is beans.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't remember that one. What was that yeah. from? I, I'm not too sure. But
1: if you're interested in trying it, you know, folks, iPolitics, so the letter i politics.ca slash games slash Fordle. You know,
0: add it to your daily time waster routine. Am I to believe that that iPolitics has has other games? They have like a suite of politics-based games. See now, now you have me curious, so Let's let's
1: let's let's do some detective work and see. Uh, nope the the page does not render. <laughs> that wishful thinking, Curtis.
0: Yeah, I was hoping that there would be other, uh, you know, like some sort of Ford sort of MOBA or something. <laughs> <laughs> Ford based so, MOBA. So so
1: so you 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 could be either. F- in the Ford Nation or against the Ford Nation, as you yep. go as you go through the city,
0: yep, that's right.
1: Go go into a a, a country style or
0: yeah, and, and you could have time. like you know you could have sort of like uh, guys like guys like Derek Sloan and and Randy Hillier who are like a third a third party.
1: Yeah, maybe 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 have a buff called Buck beer. That's
0: great. I like that. <laughs> the charm of Buck a beer.
1: Oh god, it makes, no, no, no.
0: it makes any idea that's presented to you sound amazing. <laughs> okay, on to the headline. A new epidemic is raging through Springfield and this one didn't start with crusty burgers what's your sandwich. Uh
1: pretty thin because I want to give us also time you know besides celebrating Star Wars is not a Star Wars headline and we also want to talk about Moon Knight. And it's a COVID story. We we haven't we you know haven't talked COVID too too much, but uh Headline is what is going on in Shanghai? Air quotes. Horror as elderly man taken to morgue in body bag while still alive. So first thing my first thought was it's the Monty Python sketch in Holy Grail, right? Like bring out your dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not dead. Yeah. So Shanghai if you're not sure if you're not familiar, uh, big port city in China and they've been under serious heavy lockdown. Right, because they still believe in zero COVID policy,
0: Mm -hmm. which they will never achieve. Uh,
1: Shanghai is like a uh, a huge, huge city, like very populated, and I like there was eight point two million people live in Shanghai. Uh, That's that's a city. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The story here is really yeah, just the ridiculous level of lockdown. But I wanted to talk to you, Curtis. Now that we're what twenty seven months in this whole thing Mm -hmm. i wanted to kind of go back in our memories and we can laugh about it now at the time we didn't know what we to think about it um go back in your memory curtis and what was one of the most ridiculous uh covid heavy covid era things that we were told not to do or to do that we look at it with today's lenses of what we know now is like why did we even think about doing
0: this um, I remember there was like the uh, there was the fascination with hand washing at first. Um, that kind of fell fell by the wayside a little bit. Now hand washing, I'm not saying is a bad idea. It's a good idea anytime, not just mm. during COVID. Um, um, there was uh, and then there was like uh, the whole. I think I think this might have been the second the second wave when they locked down again for the second wave. And it was implied that the cops would have the power to give, give you like a fine or a ticket for, for just for being out. You know what I mean? Like just for driving your car somewhere or walking it was, somewhere. It was Lisa McLeod, April, 2021.
1: And then the, the cops were like, we're not doing that.
0: Yeah. That was insane. <laughs> Everybody, for for like a brief amount of time, everybody was like, oh my God, you know, like, what am I going to do? You know, how am I going to, you know, like, am I going to have to like bring proof of where I work to, you know, to, you know, prove that I'm not just loitering or whatever? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then, and then most police associations in Toronto was chief among them said, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to just ticket people for walking around. (laughs) So my,
1: my, I have I have a few. One one thing was the taping up of these of the playgrounds that were Mm -hmm. outside, and taping up of the park benches, and uh, bylaw officers, basically, you know, bugging people because they were loitering outside. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I I think it was was wasn't a story of like a man. They were in an empty parking lot with his two boys, and they were like rollerblading. Yes, and they were we, told no.
0: Like they were fined like five oh, thousand dollars. Right. That's right. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it was insane. So you got to remember that, yeah. It,
1: and and then uh, I guess it was last summer, right? They had the circles, right? Like like the farmer <laughs> circles in Trinity Billwoods, where. Yeah. This is where you and your friends could congregate, but it has to be just your friends.
0: Yeah, 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 and I and and I think like that stuff was just not really heavily enforced. And how could you, you know, like, but uh, but the fact that they were there was pretty funny. And there were some people who were, who would complain like, "Oh, people aren't sticking to their circles," you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> like it was just yeah, the whole thing was just was silly. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's, and now knowing what we know now, obviously, I don't think I think you would encourage people to go outside to socialize and and and, and things like that, you know, but at the time, they were taping, taping playgrounds and finding you for rollerblading and putting circles in parks.
1: Yeah, that I, th- those were the ridiculous, you know, those behavioral things that people were doing that, you know. I don't know if people are laughing about it. I never did it, but I, I always like, la- I like, I laughed at them because I thought, you know what? I know this thing is coming down on, on the world. and It's kind of, you know, different for us, different place to be, but I never kind of lost certain common sense. Like the leaving of packages in your hallway for days or hours before actually touching them. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or was it white people were wiping down groceries. Do you remember hearing that? Like, I yeah,
0: I, yeah, yeah, and I knew people who would who would who would change as soon as they got off the like the subway, you know, and 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 stuff oh. like that, like, like like it That's was not how viruses work. <laughs> no, no. Once it became clear, this is this is sort of like an air like an airborne virus, not not a virus that just. Will will just like wait on a surface and then ambush you when you sit down, <laughs> like a, like a, like like a movie virus. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think uh, I think that yeah, you know yeah. Again, as as you say, like it was new. People were people were were concerned, you know. So you can you can you can give give them a pass, but yeah, there was yeah. a lot of silliness. But knowing what we know today,
1: this story is actually. Within the last couple of days, because the weather has been really nice here in the city, mm-hmm. you know, people are outside, people, the city's kind of back back up alive. I saw, you'll love this one, Curtis, it's two people in a convertible, top-down, driving with their masks on. <laughs> 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 it was warm. It was yeah. maybe a little cool side. So I'm wondering if I also had the heat on, you know, those people that have the convertibles that...
0: Oh, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, again, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to like discourage. You judge people. your own risk. You, you, yeah. you gauge your own risk. You gauge your own risk and I don't want to discourage people from gauging their own risk. But, yeah. but in a that, moving a car. A weird, it's a bit of a weird one.
1: <laughs> in a moving car. Yeah.
0: Top down. Yeah. Masks on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: uh, speaking about mask, segue. Moon, the The night of the moon or moon's night or what what was the, what was the, the 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 old analogy was it was he supposed to be the night of the moon but, but
0: yeah he, i guess i guess so because this isn't his whole thing he's he wants to protect he's to protect those who who travel at night yeah something like that yeah but but moon night mm-hmm. season
1: now this is it's season one but i don't think do you think oscar isaac will come back and do a season two
0: I don't. It's hard to say. I mean, you know, I'm wondering just because they did the mid credits sort of thing, it does set set things up for a season two, if they want to do one.
1: Yeah, but let's let's get your your take, Curtis. So, the six episodes of Moon Knight. What'd you think?
0: Uh, I liked it. I thought it was a pretty pretty good show. Like it it was. Um, like all these shows, uh, it, it's, it's kind of uneven in parts, maybe. Some episodes definitely stronger than others. I thought that the penultimate episode, which is essentially Oscar Isaac acting against himself for like most of, I would say most of the episode, was mm-hmm. the strongest. He did such a fantastic job. Like that's some of the best acting I've seen uh, in, the, in, in, in the MCU. Mm-hmm. really affect I thought it was a really affecting episode yeah yeah um and that's where sort of like uh so so the Moon Knight character he has uh um I don't I forget what the the term for it is but he's he has like uh um you know multiple person personalities inhabiting his body and uh two of them uh sort of are struggling against each other because because one of them wants to find out the um, source of his trauma, why he is the way he is, and the other personality is trying to prevent him from from doing it.
1: Hmm.
0: And his reasons are because like he created this other persona to shield uh, to shield himself from the trauma, and so the so the other persona has hasn't had to live with the burden of the trauma. That's mm-hmm. a Stephen Grant persona, and okay. I don't know. I just thought the whole thing was done really, really well, and the way he inhabited both those characters and acted against each other was just really strong. And it, you know, it was hard because that was the second last episode, and they took so much time for characterization in that one. It meant that once again, Larry, and we've talked about this before the last episode had to do a lot of heavy lifting (laughs) as far as tying up loose ends and stuff. Not as bad. I've seen worse, but like, yeah, yeah. um, It would definitely was a lot sort of breezier and fightier and stuff than what they kind of what they did. And, you know, I would have liked to have seen more of what I saw in the fifth episode compared to the sixth episode, which was fine, but was more sort of boilerplate superhero stuff.
1: Yeah, so um, I believe Mark has Disassociated Identity Syndrome or something like that, right? I think that's what it's called, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you're right. Um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where I rank this one in in, in what we've seen so far in Disney Plus TV shows. I, I think this kind of ranks somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. To me, the weakest one is still Falcon and Winter Soldier, like as a as a series of all of them, like – Compared to all of them, I, th- I thinking about it. I think Wandavision is still my number one.
0: Yeah, it's still my number one as well.
1: Yeah, so maybe this would maybe number number two, maybe maybe what ifs. I, I don't know. I have to go back and really think about it. That second last episode, I, I think I coined it because I think I saw it before you did, and I mm-hmm. said, "Oh, I called it the Brazil episode." Mm-hmm. Right? It's yeah, the, yeah. The, the the old eighties movie.
0: Yeah,
1: where you're not really sure, or even Mark wasn't sure what is real and what is not yeah um but i do like yeah going into the recesses of his brains like going into those different rooms to represent parts of his life and you you it was a great way of kind of quickly showing you okay this is why he's so messed up and you're right the the stephen grant character it was a was he supposed to be like some kind of indiana jones character
0: yeah, yeah, I think originally he was. He didn't. He didn't end up that way in the end. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it was because uh, that was the movie poster, right? The movie poster was like you know basically yeah. Stephen Grant was like a was like an Indiana Jones, Alan Quartermain type of guy.
1: Now, now, do you? I don't remember it happening in the in the comic book, but I also like the fact that when Stephen takes over. The, as the identity, he, he has a different Moon Knight suit. Is is that a thing in the comics? Do you know?
0: I you know what, I've just started reading some Moon Knight comics because I was never super familiar with the character other than like, you know, if he would if he cameoed in a book I was reading. Yeah. Um that suit guy does exist, yes, but I don't know okay. if it's if it's the same if it's the same sort of because Stephen Grant's much different in the comics too. Like That's Stephen right. Grant's like a like a like a millionaire playboy. Yeah, he, he's um,
1: the he's the Bruce Wayne persona.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah so he's the Bruce Wayne, and then um, Mark Spector is the mercenary, and I guess is like the, the, the is, is he the dominant persona, I guess. Um, and then and then they have Jake Lockley, um, who we don't really see in this series until you know sort of the end. The uh, and he's, yeah. he's the cab driver who works the shadows and the back alleys and all that kind of stuff that's right yeah
1: and, and he, he they, they kind of dropped the hint that he's there i think it was what the 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 second or third episode mm-hmm. where yeah. they're fighting for they're fighting for control and at one point in time both steven and mark are confused at what happened yes or Stephen thinks it's uh, Mark that did all the slaughtering because I think yeah. it was like
0: I think it was fighting Harrow's uh, goons, right? Yes, there was a time when they were fighting Harrow's goons, and then and then they ended up dead, and they're like, yeah,
1: it was just blood everywhere, right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> and like, whoa, and yeah, so you know, Stephen as so Stephen in in this in this show, as opposed to a millionaire playboy, is more of like the mild mannered museum gift shop intellectual. And he just assumes that Mark, being a mercenary, is uh, is yeah. like a bloodthirsty. But but Mark isn't, you know. Um, yeah. So 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 yeah. They've alluded for for through most of the the series at certain points that there's a third and much more dangerous persona lurking yeah. in there. Now, now, do you
1: think they do you think they did that to Stephen Grant's character because they didn't want that correlation?
0: Between Batman and Moon Knight, because it's quite possible. It's quite possible. I mean, he he, there ha- had been sort of similarities between between that that uh, Batman and Moon Knight before, right? Like they're mm-hmm. Batman or Moon Knight was just called sort of like a lower tier Batman. He's got like a lot of Hawkman too, right? Like all that Egyptian stuff. Yeah. So, okay, we both like it. Uh, I want your
1: take on how it fits in the whole grand scheme of things of, are we in phase five or whatever they their Marvel calls it? So I just saw Dr. Strange. You have not. When you see it, we'll talk about the movie. Uh, but we're definitely seeing uh, a stream of characters and shows talking about the multiverse. Right, The Thor love and thunder is happening. I don't think they're going to be talking about multiverse unless the Jane Foster character is multiverse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without spoiling too much. Dr. Strange that's in the title. So I'm not spoiling anything. It's the madness yeah. of the multiverse, but uh, so Moon Knight, like, is it going to be a standalone or do you think they'll kind of weave him into the multiverse thing?
0: I, I don't really know. I mean, like from what I understand of the character, like I think he, he was in, he was part of the West Coast Avengers for a while but I don't think he's like a kind of like a a, a sort Team of like player, a, right? a, 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 a collaborate a collaborative kind of guy you know so and I'd be okay
1: you know because that, that happens all the time in comics where the, comics will have these epic events that happen but not everybody is gonna show up
0: mm-hmm.
1: So maybe I'm okay with just yeah you know what things are happening multiverse stuff is happening in the movies or in whatever shows. Yeah, leave Moon Knight, you know, by himself doing his thing happens all the time in the comic books. Doesn't have to. It doesn't have to just because the 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 end the Avengers End Game and the way that it unfolded brought everybody together. I, mm-hmm. There's no need to do that again. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking maybe if they do do any collaboration or within the maybe they'll tie in with Blade and Black Knight, maybe.
0: Yeah, and like I, I don't know, if they if they say- bring back Daredevil like I think they might like uh, the MCU version of Daredevil. Like he could he he I see him existing more on sort of like the Daredevil sort of Defenders style level than the Avengers style level.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe um, maybe with Shang-Chi as well.
0: Yeah, Shang-Chi is an interesting one. I don't know where he's going to end up. It seems like they were like Wong was priming him for like you know, maybe Avengers style, Avengers style stuff. Yeah,
1: you're right, right? Because uh, they 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 brought in Banner and yeah. Captain Marvel, and so yeah. maybe you're right. Yeah, because I, I you know I, I guess part of me was just watching it goes, how does all this fit in? And then just sitting there talking to you, I say, like, well, does it have to fit in? Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's just the standalone. Yeah, yeah, it could be.
0: Um uh, yeah, I mean not every character that's introduced has to be you know part of the grand the grand design. Yep. So
1: question would be uh is it going to get a season 2? Uh maybe. I think if they do something compelling enough and if it's go- if it is going to be a standalone, then maybe that's the way you just do it. Right? Mm-hmm. Have them team up, have him team up with Daredevil. Mhm.
0: Maybe introduce Blade with them. Yeah, like I think that would make that like I could see that making sense, like a like like Moon Knight being involved in in a story arc with those type of characters, you know. Um, But uh, yeah, I guess I guess we'll we'll wait and see. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's just uh, to me what I like about it is it's another example of Marvel being able to tap into you know, into their roster and take a, take a guy who's like, you know, known only to sort of like fans of the genre and make something really interesting out of it. So. It's a bold move.
1: Again, you're taking a character that's, you know, kind of obscure and then like try to do that disassociated identity thing. And and, and just that, like I said, that second last episode, like can you imagine sitting around a table trying to pitch this episode to someone.
0: Yeah. And, and I mean, you might get laughed out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was, it's also, you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult subject matter and it's not something to be taken lightly. So how do you put that into something, you know, a vehicle, a a vehicle sort of, uh, fronted by a comic book character, you know, was it successful? I mean, to me it was, but like, you, you you may you know find other people who think that it didn't didn't really portray um people with that with that disorder correctly you know and that's completely valid I wouldn't I wouldn't you know have any ground to stand on on that one but from from uh from from what I saw like I think I think it it did a good job yeah not
1: too too long dr strange being out let it Run for a month. Uh June 8th, Ms. Marvel premieres on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. So the, D- the the Disney train is chugging along one thing after another. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that one yeah. that one looks interesting, right? Because it looks really super fun, like almost like comedy teen drama
0: type of yeah, thing. I think going so. On. I think so. I think kind of lighthearted. I think with the, the complaint I'm seeing early is that they, they changed her powers. um, Because I guess like in the comics, she's, she's like, she's basically like a Mr. Fantastic type, okay. like a plastic man, you know, uh, can, can like elongate her, her arms and her body and stuff. Hmm. And maybe because there's a fantastic four movie coming out at some point. I don't, I don't know when, um, they changed her powers. I forget what they say they changed her powers to, but uh, to make it to make hers different from Mister Fantastic. Uh well, it,
1: it it looked by the trailer, it looked like it was like a derivative of what Captain Marvel has, like a cosmic power of some kind, yeah. wielding some kind of cosmic energy. Blah 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 blah.
0: She is a. Uh, she is a. I think she's an inhuman in the comics like she got her powers from the what are they called the 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 those mists the ter- terrigan mists or whatever they're called okay oh, i forget what i forget what the name of that mcguffin is but i'm not a yeah. big into guy something but, yeah 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 you're not a big black bolt fan no i hate his powers he can't talk <laughs> his his voice is too powerful yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, and you know what's also too powerful, Curtis? It's the time because we got to end off the show. You can catch Curtis and I weekly ish on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. On the platforms that you can leave a rating, please do, and/or a comment. People find our little podcast. Any last words, Curtis?
0: Yeah, I've had. A couple of people, I guess, who listen come up to me and and, and want me to clarify what I mean about coffee when I say <laughs> that it's more of a cream, uh, cream delivery, delivery system, system. I think that's what system. you said. More of a cream delivery system. I want to make it quite clear that that, that I do enjoy coffee, like even <laughs> without cream. But you, I just got so, really. So not- in- <laughs> So not
1: only were you insulting Hamiltonians, you now have like the coffee lovers suddenly coming after you.
0: My insult to Hamiltonian stands and I will not back down.
1: But uh. <laughs> I do have one more last word. It This was uh, so Stone Cold Steve Austin, professional wrestler, probably one of the biggest, biggest box office draws in wrestling history. Uh, has a podcast slash TV show where he interviews other wrestlers, um, old and new, current and he's interviewing Cody Rhodes. Now, The he to promote the show, they, they put on this YouTube short that's basically like word association game. He asked Cody Rhodes uh, some of them, you know, wrestling related things, you know, everyday related. And then he asked favorite Zelda or is it best Zelda, best Zelda game? I think he said best yeah, Zelda game. Best Zelda, yeah. He said Ocarina of Time. And then Stone Cold says, no, Breath of the Wild. I had never thought I'd ever hear Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> utter the words Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It's a crazy world we live in, Curtis. Yeah. That's
0: that, that is just how big Zelda's gotten. Even Stone Cold Steve is Austin is playing has it. an opinion. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and that's it for the, for us. So just remember that sometimes a cucumber is just a cucumber.
0: I'm living the good life while I'm working from home. Yeah.